Welcome to the Doing Cool Things podcast, a career podcast brought to you by the Knowlton Center for Career Exploration. I'm your host, David Snyder. Thank you for joining today's episode. Welcome to this latest edition of Doing Cool Things, sponsored by the Knowlton Center for Career Exploration at Denison University. Uh, I am Ryan Breckbill. I'm an interim host stepping in for David Snyder today as he is on paternity leave. So it is great to be here and I am thrilled to be joined by Laura Carr, class of 2017. So Laura, welcome. Thanks, Ryan. I'm really excited to be here and back on campus for Big Red Weekend. We're thrilled to have you back and I understand this is your first time back since you graduated. It is. Lots changed. What are some of those, like, what's one or two things you've noticed that's changed? Well, I think as I was telling you before, definitely some of the buildings. There's a lot of new builds here that weren't here before. And when you go down to Granville, there are a lot of new restaurants that have opened up and many that have closed since I left. So it's kind of a culture shock in a way, even to see Wits down the block instead of yeah. in the spot it used to be at. Right on. Well, again, we are thrilled that you are here. So welcome back and thank you for making some time to be part of this podcast edition. So I'm just gonna ask you a little bit about your experiences uh, during your time at Denison and what you've been up to since then to give our listeners just an overview of how you've made the most of your time and experiences. So we're just gonna get underway. Is that right with you? Cool. Well, Laura, let's talk, um, just let's talk about your Denison experience. So tell us about your time as a student, how you, what brought you to Denison, how you maximized your time here, and some of the benefits that you gained from that experience. Yeah, so I'm from Los Angeles, and I went to a really large public high school, so um, Denison was only on my radar because a track teammate's older sister had been here. She went three years above me, class of 2014, and I was on the track team. I pole vaulted, and it was something I wanted to continue to do. And so that was a huge motivator. Denison's D3 school athletic program. And I liked the idea of getting out of California. I otherwise would have stayed and kind of exploring something new. And it's actually the only liberal arts college I applied to. Oh, wow. Um, so I ended up coming here. I had never set foot in Ohio until the admitted students day. And I really liked the campus and um, kind of just fell in love with it. And so when I got here, I came in as an English major and I majored in creative writing. And during my time, I ended up joining the Denisonian, the school newspaper. Um, that was a really big passion project. And I kind of just threw myself into it and was editor in chief my sophomore year. And um, uh, Doing that, they do it by calendar year. I was able to actually go study abroad in Denmark, which is something I'd never considered doing. And I don't think I would have done that if I hadn't gone here. And um, studying abroad was what really just kind of opened me up to the world of like what's out there. And I um, kind of fell in love with traveling and it made me want to go to a company that had a global presence. So I found my way to Edelman from that and then during that time too the 2016 election was happening and i was living in scandinavia and there's a lot of discussion in the news around bernie sanders's policies and how it related to the danish policies and 
and I've started to have some observations there. So when I got back to the States, I was a senior and I did my creative writing project my senior year on work living abroad in during the primaries, early big American election, kind of how that shifted my perceptions. And then I came back to the States and I actually worked on Hillary Clinton's campaign on campus and um, had a really amazing just semester learning about politics, working with the teammates on campus who were really dedicated. And during that time, kind of, I know I'm going all over the place. I was still trying, I was trying to figure out what career I wanted to do. And I had a conversation, I think Howard Dean visited campus and I said, you know, I really, um, I've had a really good internship experience in the past at a communications agency, but I also really love politics. What is that? And he said public affairs. So that kind of led me to wanting to move to DC after graduation. And I started a smaller PR firm and learned a lot about just every aspect of the communications landscape and then ultimately parlayed that into an internship at Edelman. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. That is an amazing story with so many rich pieces. I'm gonna I wanna pull on a couple of those threads if that's okay. Yeah. I'm I'm curious about you mentioned, let's go back to the Denisonian. You mentioned that you were editor-in-chief as a sophomore. Mm -hmm. That uh, is amazing. And I'm wondering what kinds of uh, if you can talk about that experience and the kinds of skills that you really took from that role early on in your career at Denison. Yeah, I loved my experience on the Denisonian. It was truly like a family. And I know a lot of people say that about their companies and the jobs they're in. I really felt that way about the staff. And I started on this team during my freshman year and got pulled on second semester as the assistant sports editor. And um, I just, like I said, really loved the group of people on the staff. And I threw myself into the writing and writing is a skill that you need in the career this career environment. It doesn't matter what you're doing, you need to know how to write. And journalistic writing is very quick and snappy. And that is a really big skill, especially when you're writing emails all day. <laughs> and I um, ended up just kind of going my way up the staff. It hadn't been the plan to be editor-in-chief my sophomore year. I was really shooting toward a junior, senior year, calendar year, but I'm happy it worked out that way because I, like I said, I don't think I ever would have gone abroad if I hadn't gone to Denison, but also if I hadn't had that earlier start as the editor-in-chief. That's fabulous. Thank you. And I, I appreciate the way that you've looked back at your experience and you've identified just different pivotal moments that have really gotten you to where you are today. So thank you for sharing that, Laura. What, um, even going back further than Denison, you think about your time growing up and maybe middle school and high school, like what was, what was your career thought? Like what did you think you were gonna be when you, um, when you grew up, so to speak? Yeah, I, so it's funny, every single New Year's when I, from age five to I think 18, we would do New Year's resolutions in my family and we would always write at the top what we wanted to be when we grew up. And it definitely changed year to year for me. Um, I'm sure I wanted to be a singer at one point, which is like funny because I can't sing. <laughs> um, or I think maybe a fashion designer, an actress, but around fourth grade, I'd say, I started to really think about being a writer 
And that was a really big common thread all the way up through high school. I was on the newspaper there as well. Um, began writing about sports like I did with my start on the Denisonian. And um, obviously that did change a little bit when I got to college and um, everything. But yeah, writer. Awesome. Fabulous. But still, you're still connecting that, that experience and those skills. Something that's been important to you for a really long time. So. Yeah. Thank you. Let's fast forward to today. So, Laura, tell us about your current role and, and maybe, uh, well, let's start there. Let's start about your current role. I'm also curious about how you got there. And uh, so let's just, you know, take it away. Tell us about your current role. Yeah, so I'm on the corporate reputation team in Edelman, San Francisco office. I also report into our U.S. corporate digital team. So I have a bit of a hybrid role of doing executive communications. That's everything from social media, thought leadership platform development, earned media pitching, conference pitching, a lot of staying in touch with different organizers and just getting intel. And then on U.S. corporate digital, I've developed this sort of minor, so to speak, as a digital executive positioning expert. And I um, dot, I now dotted line into that team because we're growing a really good group of people who work in that field or also do paid media and um, social platforms. And so that's where I'm at right now. I ended up on the team actually um, kind of, sorry, pivoting back to politics and public yeah, affairs aspect. Sure. I, so I, like I said, I started at a smaller PA agency in DC and then I went to Edelman as an intern. I started in our digital public affairs team. So that's more policy communications, a lot of grassroots activations, keeping track of legislation. And I always thought, you know, that I wanted to go into politics. And when I got hired on full time in our San Francisco office, I was on our corporate communications team. and. Um, around month six, seven, I kind of fell into the executive communications work I'm doing now. I found I really liked connecting with conference organizers, but I also really liked strategizing around social content and um, just like platforms for executives. And that has just kind of been the area that I've been in ever since. So coming up on about five years of the company and I'd say four and a half of doing what I'm doing now. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah. What about, um, so let's talk about senior year at Denison. How, how many different directions were you going? Like talk a little bit about your post Denison strategy and mindset. Oh my gosh, senior year is such a daunting time because it's that you have literally like nine months in between being a student, which is something you've been doing for uh, like most of your life, yeah. more, like 75% of it, to it suddenly going into the real world. And that's scary. So during senior year, you at Denison, you obviously have your senior project or you do your senior seminar. I did a creative writing project. And that was a big focus all of senior year. But I was also working on the Clinton campaign that first semester. So I feel like I had enough to like work to really be able to feel like I was kind of centered. Um, the job application process was terrifying. And I really don't think I got in the swing of knowing how to apply for a job until after college. 
But something that I also found really helpful was Dr. Weinberg was a really helpful mentor during that time and met with me and provided really excellent contacts and counseled me. And that was a relationship I was able to build through the Denisonian too. Excellent. So how, how, thank you for sharing that. How did you land that first role, like after graduation and that timeline? What was that process like? Yeah, so I, <laughs> through Dr. Weinberg, he connected me with an alum um, in DC, works at a, owns a lobbying firm and just incredibly well connected. Uh, he, his name's Jeff Forbes and he set me up with like 10, 11, 12, 13 different contacts wow. in DC. So I flew out there one weekend and met with a bunch of them. And I, one of those people I spoke with ended up offering me that first internship. And I just want to say, I think that the fact that an alum is willing to go to that length is something that's so unique to the school. You don't get that everywhere. And it was a huge jumping off point for me. That's amazing. Thank you. And you're, and you're right. hundred percent right with that comment. Thank you for sharing. Let, let's talk a little bit. I, I appreciate you mentioning Dr. Weinberg. Sounds like he was a, a true mentor for you. That relationship started through the Denisonian. Can you just how, talk about how that relationship evolved and maybe even how you continue to nurture that today? Yeah, so the Denisonian editorial board, I don't know if they still do it now, but back when I was here, we had a meeting with the administration and the university communications office after every issue came out to just kind of walk through content and talk through you know, the trends we're watching, what was being reported on. And Dr. Weinberg came to all of those meetings and was really attentive. And he is just so invested in helping students succeed. And you can tell that from the fact that he was coming there. Um, and, you know, from the, like just being able to tell that he had that interest, I kind of started to branch out a little bit more, build that relationship on a more personal level and um, he, I had started to meet with him a lot, particularly senior year, but that was just incredibly helpful. And also from those Denisonian meetings, I was able to build a relationship with Jenny Sharkey in the university communications office. So they do Denison's public relations. And Jenny has been such a great mentor to me and um, honestly, a big reason why I wanted to work in this field. And I've maintained both of those relationships by keeping them updated. When I was, before I was coming to the Hill, I texted Jenny, it's actually kind of months ago, um, to say, you know, I think I'm coming back to Denison in September, let's catch up. And she and I went to lunch today and it was great to just kind of hear about everything that's going on in her life and get advice. Good for you. Five years later, still have those relationships, still in <laughs> yeah. communication. So, Laura, I start to hear a little bit of a theme uh, for you. It, it seems to me that when uh, you were here, you took full advantage of all the opportunities presented to you from being a student athlete, from leadership role at the Denisonian, to study abroad. What advice, like, was that just innate for you? Or when you got here, did you just see all of these options? And you're like, I know that I need to do these things. Like, just... Walk us through that process of how you decided to get involved and play those leadership roles in so many ways across campus. Yeah, so track and field is what brought me here, but I actually left the team midway through my freshman year because I really wanted to focus on the Denisonian. Okay. 
And going into college, I always knew I want to be on the newspaper and I'm in college. It's just a matter of when. And I joined it October of my freshman year as a staff writer. And so it was almost, it was innate, I think, joining that. And then studying abroad, you know, that was very much seeing what Denison had to offer, some encouragement from my friends and family, seeing other students who've gone abroad and their experiences. And that was honestly it. That's great. Thank you. Let's let's keep talking about mentors. So you've developed you developed mentoring relationships while you were here as a student. You talk about how you've continued to develop those mentoring relationships as a young emerging as a young professional, um, whether it's within Edelman or other organizations. Just what does your professional mentoring relationships look like, and have you found yourself yet serving as a mentor to others? Yeah, so one of my favorite things about working at Edelman is that there are so many different employees and we have offices all over the world. So if you're interested in something, you can send a note and say, hey, I want to know what you're working on or I'm interested in hearing about your office or your experience or your career path. And you set those meetings up, you get to know them and you just maintain those relationships and have a check in every now and again. Um, I have still talked to a lot of the people from the DC office from my DC days. A lot of them have left Edelman and I go to them for advice and I say, you know, like, I, I want to hear about this. You know, I'm struggling with this. What, what's your thought? What did, would you do in this situation? And so much of what I've learned from those mentors has actually helped me become a better mentor. I'm, I'm a manager now. That was something I really wanted to do. I love mentoring people and it, a joy to be able to help people grow in their careers and I've just taken what I've seen and observed from the people that I look up to and I report to and I work with and I try to bring that to like my mentorship that's great how about this is I think this is a a tough question at least maybe maybe it's not maybe it's super easy all right we'll see most important lesson you've learned in your career it's an easy question. Hey, all right. <laughs> raise your hand. I love it, it. Yeah, raise your hand. What did you, again, is that innate for you or is that something that you've grown more confident, confident in over the years? I think it's something, I think it's a combination of the, of, of the two. Like it's definitely something that's been ingrained in me from a very young age, but I also like I've struggled with confidence. And so I as I've grown and gone up the ladder, I've kind of learned that being confident really benefits you across the board. And it's helped me kind of feel comfortable raising my hand because you're ultimately you're not going to get something if you don't ask for it. Excellent. What would you say, um, sometimes you know, our, our students here are high achieving, our alums are really successful. Sometimes we're maybe afraid to raise our hands because we're afraid of failure uh, and maybe failure is foreign to us. Yeah. What advice would you have for someone who is maybe thinking like, gosh, I don't really want to put myself out there because I might fail and I don't want to, I just, I'm not comfortable with that, it's unfamiliar to me. I would say, I don't know if it's necessarily advice, but I would say if you don't put yourself out there, you are setting yourself up for failure because you're never going to know what what could have happened. You're constantly asking yourself what could have happened if I'd raised my hand or if I put like one foot forward. It's it, you're just kind of staying where you are. That's great. 
Thank you. I want to talk about our seniors. Okay. So our class of 23, oh my gosh. which is crazy and hard to believe, but they will be graduating before we know. Um, and I appreciate your comments earlier about your, your reflections on your senior year. What advice would you have for our seniors who have had experiences like yours where they've taken full advantage of all that Denison has to offer, but they themselves aren't just exactly sure where this path is going to take them. They've excelled academically, they've been involved in leadership roles, but they're just not quite sure how to put all of that together to start out their careers. What, what advice would you have for them? Yeah, I'd say take advantage of the alumni network and think about the things you're interested in. And then, I mean, maybe go to Knowlton and see if they can connect you with someone at a company or interested in or in a field that if you want to go into art, but you're like, how, how do I do that? How do I break into it? Um, talk to your professors. Or, I mean, that's just one potential subject area that came to mind. Mm -hmm. I just, just use your network. That's great. Thank you. There, there's so many possibilities. I think yeah. that um, our students sometimes uh, sell themselves a little bit short with the successes that they've had here inside and outside of the classroom, and they aren't, aren't exactly sure how or, or where to start, but I think your advice is uh, really timely for them. So thank you. Yeah, I think something that um, like that's really important to understand is that with a liberal arts degree, you're bringing a very different perspective to the working world because you're taking a lot of different classes that you might not have taken if you've gone to a larger school or a school that doesn't have a curriculum like Denison's. And I find that, yes, your major is valuable, but also the other classes are equally as important. I so appreciate you saying that because earlier today we, we had a financial services firm on campus and uh, three alumni and uh, one of the alumni graduated about 20 years ago and he made the comment that he took a drawing class here and uh, other classes that weren't at all related to his major that he really enjoyed and really uh, put him outside of his comfort zone yeah. and and i think that uh, your example and his example really show how that has proven to be successful in two different fields and communications and yeah. financial services so I appreciate you sharing that. So thank you. That's a, a beautiful thread that I myself have heard a couple of times just today. So awesome. thank you. Yeah. Um, what about um, a lesson that your job has taught you that you feel will be valuable for others to learn or to consider or think about? Yeah, I, I think this almost goes uh, in hand in hand with raise your hand, but proactivity if you see something and you want to volunteer it or volunteer for it, or you see some piece of the news, specifically in communications, if you see a piece of news and you're like, oh, this would be perfect for our client to jump on as a trend, put it in front of the team and like people will be super impressed with your proactivity. But it's just an example and we might want to cut that out. Um, but um, I, I think just uh, proactivity is a really important learning from job that's great thank you and confidence definitely I think we talked about that a little earlier um when I was an intern I think I struggled with imposter syndrome a lot and I had a really excellent manager who sat me down and said you know you're you're really good at your job you made it to Edelman or 
number one PR firm and you need to take that and feel confident and that is also really important. Great, thank you. I want to talk a little bit about uh, about how just values play a role in terms of career path and organizations where you end up working. So can you talk a little bit about how Edelman positions itself professionally and the things that are important to Edelman as an organization and how the way that you view the world, the things that are important to you, where, where are some parallels? Where do those come together? Like what keeps you coming back to Edelman? Yeah, well, Edelman is the house of trust. We put out a trust barometer every year, which is a look at, you know, the state of trust in the world. And that kind of trickles into all the work we do. If you don't have trust in a brand, like your brand's not going to be able to move forward in its business. If someone doesn't trust their CEO, they might not want to work for that company. And I think that really intersects with my personal values of, you know, working for a purposeful company, making a positive impact on society. And working for a company that has a clear vision and this really important piece of IP that we're known for, it, it's, it's been incredibly like helpful in keeping me motivated. Excellent, thank you. As you think about um, uh, just your experience at Denison, I know I've asked you about seniors. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll make it, let's open it up to first year sophomores and juniors, right? right? So what is one or two pieces of advice that you would give our students as they matriculate through their time at Denison, regardless of, of where they're at? Yeah, well, oh my gosh, I wanted to start with first years, <laughs> and then I can go broad, but I, I think because the transition from high school to college is so difficult. It's culture shock for a lot of people. It was definitely for me. I think you need to come into everything with an open mind and that's a common thread and you can carry through the rest of your college career. Love it. Thank you. Those are all of the questions that we have for today's edition of Doing Cool Things. Laura, are there any final comments that you want to share or questions that I didn't ask that you were like, okay, Ryan, as interim host, I, I know you're going to ask me this or I'm ready for you to ask me this, but you didn't. What, what final words or final thoughts or any other comments you'd want to add? No, I just really appreciate you having me on. I think it's really great to be back and um, just seeing everything that's going on at Denison and being able to pay it forward for to the school that's given you so much. It's a wonderful feeling. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, Laura, we appreciate you giving back to Denison in this way, uh, not only through this podcast, but all the many other ways in which you're engaging with our students uh, over the course of Big Red Weekend. So we are grateful for that and just want to say thank you. So thanks for being part of this. And uh, I'm excited to share it, but you gave, gave some great pieces of wisdom and advice. And again, just welcome back to Denson. Thank you.